Hey there, I'm Emlyn Miles Mattingly, your host for the Minority Money Podcast. I'm glad you're here. You know why? Because this is the place you can come to get your weekly finance, family, and fitness motivation, not only to experience success in those areas for yourself, but also to help others in our community achieve greatness too. Super happy that you're on the show with me. So let's jump right in. We are going to be joined by John Gaines, also known by Gaines by Gaines, little play on words with his name there. And so I wanted to jump right in. John, thanks for coming and joining us today. Yeah, yeah. Glad to be here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. John is from a small town just like myself. And today we're going to talk a little bit about fitness, talking about what he does. And we wanted to start off with this fitness and health mix. We know that at the beginning of the year, people are really, really trying to make some changes. And John is going to help us today focus on how to stay committed on those fitness goals for the entire year. Right. Correct. Tell us a little bit about like now training as an athlete is a little bit different than training as just like a regular person, right? You know, for me, it's really not. Mm -hmm. And the reason why is because there's so many, you know, different values and disciplines that you learn in athletics that can definitely transfer to the everyday person. Whether you played athletics at some point in your life or you've just always been curious, I try and bring those same values that I had in sports to my clients. So I feel like everything still applies. You know, it's the discipline, it's the hard work, it's the effort, the teamwork. You know, it's me and you working together to get to your common goal or whether you have a workout partner or whatever the case may be. It's definitely still a lot of the same things in sports and just the regular person. Absolutely. And I think you're spot on with that, right? If you have disciplines in one area of your life, those disciplines will translate into other areas of your life. Exactly. So spot on with that. My big question to you today is how to stay committed throughout the whole year. How have you been able to be so consistent with your own personal stuff? And and what are some of the things that you do with your clients to help them stay consistent? I think the biggest thing is creating those habits. Mm -hmm. It's good to set goals, small goals that are obtainable, but then also larger scale goals to keep you motivated. And a big thing is just create the habits. So things that you consistently do, you're constantly chipping away at those goals and getting closer. Show up, you know, show up is is the biggest thing. It can be a little discouraging at first because, you know, the gyms are crazy this first month and first two months, you know, it's kind of hard to get in. But as those people trickle off, the ones that stick to it are the ones that are ultimately going to get to where they want to be. When you're saying just show up, is there any like, what's your, I like talking about routine. So let's talk about your daily routine. Like when you're getting up, you work out, how many days a week are you working out? Uh, For me now, I work out six days a week. Okay. Yeah, sometimes seven. I try to give my body just a chance to rest mm-hmm. and make sure I get that one day in. Like I said about those habits and creating those routines, you know, it's a part of my life now. Mm-hmm. So if I don't work out, it feels more awkward, you know, than to work out every day. Fun fact, if you do something for, I believe it was like 180 days. I want to say it was 180 days. I read this, that you become addicted to that activity, whatever it is. It takes about six months and you will become addicted. So like take us through, and the reason why I'm asking this is because I I talk about habits a lot. I talk about how to build those habits and I go into like what I do, but I'd like to hear what you do on a daily basis. And I'm saying like, you know, from the time you wake up, because I know you used to do these videos where you talk about waking up in the morning getting up while it was still dark 
And yeah. so kind of take the listeners through this because I want the listeners to really get to know you, John, because I think you have some great insight that is going to be able to help people. Mm-hmm. And I want to make sure that we get to exhaust you as a resource while we have you here on the show. Yeah, for sure. So my day starts at about 4.45 every morning. A big thing with that is that, you know, I capitalize on a lot of time early in the day. You know, like by noon, I've gotten so much done and other people that are waking up at nine, 10 o'clock or whatever, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So I wake up at 4.45. For me, I pop up, mm-hmm. you know, adrenaline. I just, I'm going as soon as I wake up. And now I'm just preparing myself to be able to bring that energy to, you know, my clients. I usually have my first client at 6 a.m. So, you know, it gives me time to get up, get going. Sometimes I'll knock out about 30 minutes of cardio before my first client, mm-hmm. just to kind of get me in that mindset as well of, you know, knowing that I'm getting myself better, but also preparing to get them better as well. So it's, it's definitely mutually beneficial because they motivate me the same way that I motivate them. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I go through my first couple of clients, usually at about six, I'll have a 6 a.m. and a 7 a.m. And then I'll always give myself a little gap because then I'll work out for mm-hmm. about an hour, about 8 a.m. And then I'll have three or four more clients to run through there. My middays are usually pretty open just because of other things that I do, you know, I go on auditions and castings and things as well. Cause I do model mm-hmm. as well. And then I'll usually get another workout in sometime mm-hmm. in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. I run a uh, group classes in the evening. So mm-hmm. I have a, you know, a boot camp that I run with my partner, Omar Bolden, who's a former Super Bowl champ. So mm-hmm. we're both bringing, you know, that athletic energy, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. To a group of people. So I do that. And, you know, then it's kind of come down, I mean, come home after that and, you know, I'm preparing for the next day. Mm-hmm. So you're waking up at 445, you know, you got your routine. I'm sure you have whatever, get up, drink some water, do yeah. whatever. And then, you know, get your bearings, do anything like that for a person that's just starting to work out or for a person that may have been worked out sometimes finds themselves finding, you know, looking like, oh man, I don't want to go to the gym or getting discouraged because they're not receiving the results or anything Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. What kind of advice do you have for those? How are you encouraging your clients to continue to stay consistent? Like One thing I'm very big on, you know, whether you're a client of mine or just somebody that follows me or whatever is is eliminating excuses. Mm. So I like to put content out that can be done anywhere. Like as far as workouts, I like Mm -hmm. to create content using minimal equipment and, you know, just maximum effort. So a short amount of time, you know, 20 minute workouts, 30 minute workouts, whatever it is, because, you know, you're going to make time for what you want. So whether you do go to the gym and hustle and bustle with all those people, but if you're discouraged by that, I want to give you an opportunity to be able to just work right at home, whether it's just with the mini band or you got one dumbbell, you can pick up a jug of water. It don't matter what it is. It's about you wanting that and putting the effort forward because, I don't care who you are. You got 30 minutes in your day. Yeah. I mean, you got 10 minutes. You know, those short 10-minute workouts are going to add up over time. It's just about building those habits and being consistent. We're going to have a special episode today dedicated to veterans. And I'm joined today by one of my hometown friends. We met each other in high school. He's a veteran, multiple business owner, and just an all-around great guy. Today, we are joined by my friend, Bo Miracle. Bo, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. So we were sitting here and I was thinking about veterans and I have tons of friends that are veterans. And I just thought, you know, who really gives me personal inspiration? 
who do I look to as someone as I can see, you know, you're saying we live in the same town. We actually live around the corner from each other. We, we're grinding all the time. I always love to see the stuff that you're working on and what you're doing. It was an easy choice to pick you to come onto the show just because I look at you as someone that continually pushes me to do things better physically, mentally, spiritually, even. One of the businesses you own is Miracle Realty. And I know the story about how you, you know, how you started and how you grew and all that. That's been awesome. But how did your love for health and fitness factor into the other business that you started? I've always been into sports. You know, you played the all-star basketball player and I was kind of like solely the wrestler. Anyways, I always had that competitive edge. I've always appreciated fitness. And then the Marine Corps, I mean, like they don't frown upon you just going busting your ass at the gym and then trying to be a savage, right? So like that was kind of ingrained and encouraged. And then so I went through my path and then I got into car sales, man. And all you do is you work. No time for the gym. I started eating bonbons or whatever you want to say. <laughs> and I kind of put on that kangaroo pouch, you know. I wasn't that person. I've always appreciated health and fitness. So when I made that life change, 180, I became a personal trainer. Well, I can't be, no offense, I didn't want to be a heavy set personal trainer because it's not a good billboard, right? You got to walk and eat what you preach. So anyways, I met with an old friend because Madera is Madera, Zoltan Torak, who's still my nutritionist today. And... We linked up and we started working out together. And he was like, you should do a bodybuilding show. And so I was like, dude, I'm not a bodybuilder. Kind of got it like a pooch going on, you know? He's like, yeah, but you got the frame. So he kind of hyped me up. And I went through the process and I lost about 50-something pounds. I went from 21% body fat down to about 5% body fat. And I mean, I wasn't just like I lost weight. I formed my body into a little miniature bodybuilder because I'm a smaller frame dude. So. <laughs> I'm not like Arnold Schwarzenegger or anything. So anyways, that's what catapulted that. And I just appreciated it. And then we get complacent or health and fitness sometimes. And I got kind of bored with the old bodybuilding routine. And then CrossFit kind of came around. That was a new fad. And it was a love-hate relationship for me at first. And then I just grew to love it. And now ironically, I own a CrossFit gym. Yeah. I mean, ironically, right? Like it's one of those things, man. Like I think about, you said billboard, right? And I seen you the other day when I was driving by or showing, I don't know, you're just in the neighborhood. I seen you and I was like, dude, like, what have you been doing? I said, you're programming hard. I can look at you and tell. I was like, man, you're dialed in right now. You probably haven't had sugar in you know six months. Like <laughs> I can see it. But I think that when I see that, that speaks to dedication, that speaks to commitment, that speaks to consistency, that speaks to overcoming, that speaks to, oh yeah, the reason why you're being a successful business owner. Like all of those things become parts of the success that you have and it translates. Disciplines always translate, right? If you're disciplined enough to go to the gym, if you're disciplined enough to stay on a meal plan, on a diet plan, which I've seen you do, if you're disciplined enough when you're going out to have a drink to say, I'm only drinking this because I have a goal that I'm trying to accomplish, right? I've watched that and I think it's really incredible to, to see you grow. And the correlation, I want you to talk about this though. The correlation between when you're on track with your personal fitness regimen and what happens to your business when you align those two. Tell me what happens when you're waking up early in the morning, you're getting your grind on, you're doing all the stuff to do your personal stuff and how that translates into better stuff for your business. 100%. I mean, you and I have sat down many of times, me trying to figure out, and I was really always trying to point the finger like, this has to be the problem. This has to be the problem. But you know, you and I, you, you gave me a book, 
Atomic Habits, which was, or you didn't give me, but you referenced to Atomic Habits and I dialed into it, right? Because I'm a book guy and it didn't really absorb, right? It was a good book, great reference point. Then you mentioned the Evo Planner, right? And then I went into that. I listened. Like no matter what, like that's the one thing that I can always say is I do listen. And I might be stubborn like most of us, but it sinks in. When I put it into the universe that I wanted to life change, unfortunately, life did change for everybody because the COVID happened, right? And there's a lot of weird stuff that happened with that. But the reality of it was, was I realized at that point that that was my pivot point because I needed to stop focusing on the world's problems and focus on my own problems. And I didn't have my morning rituals set in. I didn't have my reading set in. I didn't have my diet set in. So I was like, I'm going to set a goal, right? And so when I set that goal, kind of going back to that military thing, I was laser focused. And then a lot of people that I talk to, they always say, well, I like food too much, or I like beer. I like all the extracurriculars. I love that stuff, to be honest, right? But it's going to take some type of discipline in order to do that. But once I instilled that discipline, and I got accountability through a nutritionist, I have basically like a counselor coach that I go to weekly. And I have a mindset or mastermind group for a book club that we're in. I have that weekly. Once I started putting those into order and I, okay, I'm going to wake up at 5am. I'm going to work out. I'm going to eat like this. I'm going to follow the nutrition. I'm going to believe in the process and go with it. And as I went through, I just turned 40. And I mean, not to toot my own horn, but I'm pretty lean. You know, I'm about five and a half percent body fat. And at 40 years old, I'm still got athleticism to me. My mind's sharp and it kind of goes into my relationships are better with the people that my sphere of influence, my inner people, my team, my employees, everything shifted because my mindset shifted. So once I put that into action, 100%, it just catapulted me. And like you were mentioning earlier, you know, business is booming. I don't really know how to like attribute what's going on because it's kind of wild to me. But I'm appreciating the ride. And again, because I'm still regimented, because I still, every day, eating six meals a day, seven days a week, no cheat meals, water only, coffee with heavy extra whipping cream. I mean, it's dialed in. And I love it. I love it to the point that like, I don't have to think about what I'm going to eat. I'm very blessed. My brother's a chef by trade. (laughs) I give him my meal plan. He cooks it out for the week for me. And I pay him a little bit of cash on the side which in turn helps him and helps me. So that's a win-win for him. I wake up, I feel great, right? Some days are better than others. We all have those days. But for the most part, as long as I'm dialing in and I'm staying consistent and persistent to those things, man, I just see it unfolding. My business in CrossFit has done better. My investment business has done better. My teams are just, they're flourishing. I mean, we're making a name here in Madeira. You know what I mean? And that's all not just because of my health and fitness, but a balance of, Mind, body, and spirit, for sure. Thanks for coming on the show today, Summer. Thank you for having me, Evelyn. And so today, Summer and I are going to talk a little bit about her business, what she's doing. Today, I'm really excited. It's always fun for me when I can actually have one of my friends on the show and be able to share the platform with them and let them tell their story. I was looking for a name for the episode because I always come with a name and I always try to kind of make something up creative. But I think it's about food, right? It's not so much you are what you eat, but I think you kind of are what you eat. I will actually speak to that. I feel that you are what you digest and absorb because we can eat a whole lot of things. Mm -hmm. That doesn't necessarily mean we're getting anything out of what we're consuming. And also speaking on social media, Mm -hmm. 
It's really awesome that you share that with me, Emlyn, because oftentimes, and you know this for your personal career, Mm -hmm. we sit behind computers Mm -hmm. 24-7 and we connect to a lot of our clients over the phone and over Zoom calls. You know how it's impacting people. We have metrics and things for how it's impacting. But I love that you shared that you've been watching my journey and I have been with yours as well because you know you can sometimes feel isolated in your career. And um, I love what I do, but I'm also really excited to just be on your show, to connect in this way and to really touch people. So Awesome. That's why I love social media because the power of feeling like you're connected in those moments. I mean, I've ever seen, like I said, looking at pictures from your wedding and then you know, seeing you have your son and then it's just been awesome just to see it. And so I think that for people that are rooting for you, it's sometimes you need to know that, yeah, you might not have known it, but we've been rooting for you. So continued success for the rest of, you know, to what you're doing. But what I wanted to go into is we talked about this. And so for the listeners that, you know, you've said Soma Nutrition, tell us what that is. Can you talk a little bit about that? Tell us about that, please. Absolutely. So Soma actually means a body in Greek. And for what my mission and vision has been for Soma, it's really essentially a holistic way of looking at how the things we consume, our environmental exposures, our unique metabolic and biochemical needs impact our overall health. Mm -hmm. So when I work with clients on a nutritional level, I need to understand what their greater kind of bubble looks like so that I can create dietary programming that's unique and bio-individual for them. When I onboard clients, it always starts with blood work and I have to understand the nutritional deficiencies that are going on in your body, how you're breaking things down, like I said, how you're digesting and absorbing the foods you consume to really see how I can optimize your health and how I can kind of play puppet master to really help optimize your health. And so when you're saying you're having your clients go through blood work, so they're actually coming in, someone's drawing their blood, or they go into their primary care physician, and then they bring you back the panel, and then you can actually develop a nutritional plan for them based on that? Is that how it works? Or Yes, the latter. So we all have our primary care physician. Mm-hmm. I outsource to them. You know, if you want to go to your internist or your OBJYN, I have my specific biomarkers and my specific tests I like to read. And then I can curate that information into an analysis that I share with my clients so they can begin to understand their blood work. Mm -hmm. How many times have you ever had blood work and you either don't get the results or you get the results and you're like, oh, cool, everything looks great. I'm like falling within the normal range of everything. So let me just put that away. But you don't exactly know what you know, serum glucose is or homocysteine or zinc or how any of these affect your body, you know? So exactly. So (laughs) I basically decode all of that information, you know, and the amazing thing about the world we live in today is everything we can find online, right? So a lot of people do this, but the beauty of working with an expert is that you hire and pay us to do the work for you. (laughs) So that's where it starts with my clients. And it is really a deep dive. And it's really an educational moment that my clients can take and use for the rest of their lifetime. It's so crazy because like automatically, like I'm thinking, you know, men, I'm just thinking men, right? We don't want to go to the doctor ever, right? And so Mm -hmm. now, like I'm thinking about going to the doctor and then doing a blood work. I remember it's so bad with even my doctor, which maybe I need to switch. I won't say his name, but 
with my doctor. I went in one day to get physical. I was like, hey, I want to just do blood work. He's like, you don't need any blood work. Get out of here. And I'm like, uh, dude, I just asked you. You know, I hit him with the bro. Like, bro, get this work done because I need to know yeah. what's going on. And I think that we as people neglect ourselves. And when you said it yourself, you said self-care. So I think your clients are serious about getting things right. Because if they're going in and they're seeing their doctor, then coming to see you, then they're already showing out their level of commitment, if you will, right? Yes and no. Okay, so everybody's not doing blood work. And I'll, yeah, no, and I'll say this. Okay. No, not everybody's doing blood work. And I really like to tell clients at the onset, I mean, in the state of where we are in healthcare, it's generally preventative. And most of the times when you have just your standard CBC complete blood count, it's free. Like you go to your doctor, you say, hey, let me get my blood work. And it's generally free. Hmm. Most of the times people come to me to lose weight. Mm. So often it's wrapped in vanity and that's totally fine. But I think where you'll get the value in working with a person like me is that it's not just about how you look on the outside. And for me, I used to compete in bodybuilding and I looked ridiculous. You know, I was between 10 and 13% body fat. I manipulated my body to really like, you know, be aesthetically pleasing, but I was far from healthy. Hmm. And so I like to let clients know like, hey, we can absolutely lose the 20 and 30 pounds together, but let's look at what's going on inside your body and how we're making an impact for the long term. Because again, we need to understand how the food is breaking down in your body if you're having immune responses to it, et cetera. Because ultimately, long-term inflammation can create cancer and that's at epidemic proportions right now. So great, start with a goal and then get deep with it. Because at the end of the day, you are what you digest and absorb. Exactly. Welcome back to the show. And we are going to get going. Today, we're joined by Phil Perlman. We're going to talk about health, wealth, and retirement. When you're putting together the retirement plan, as someone's going through it, because the numbers part, I'll say that, that part's easy. Implementing some of the health things that you're talking about, maybe you were making suggestions on different things that clients eat, or how would you implement the health portion of the retirement planning in the plan? Like, how does that work? I think that that is a really very great question. And I appreciate you asking that. And I don't think there's a simple answer. You have enough of a challenge as a retirement planner, helping people to behave rationally when they are hardwired to not behave rationally around money, right? We're all wired or 99% of us are wired to be loss averse to a degree that we go on tilt when we're losing and where we have a tendency to sell out when we're winning too soon, right? And so even just helping people with their money is difficult enough. There's a huge chasm between here's what you should do, which is descriptive, and doing it, which is getting somebody to actually do it, right? So you have enough of a challenge as a retirement planner, as a wealth manager, as an RIA, as a whatever, as a fiduciary, helping somebody just do the right things with their money, to follow through, to open that IRA, to do whatever it is, is the right thing that they need to be doing at that moment to consolidate their accounts, to make sure that they're going in to their 401k and automating that, all of the things. That's hard enough. And so helping somebody 
see what's going on, and then actually helping them change the behavior. So when it comes to health, that's a whole nother expertise that is like, okay, I need to be an expert in this also, and then help people do something that maybe there's reasons as deeply seated as money issues are, and as lost version are, and prospect theory, and Kahneman and Tversky, and all that behavioral finance stuff is. Food and rituals around eating and eating habits and exercising and rest are also very basic, very biological, very evolutionary based, habitual, hardwired. So it's very difficult also. You know, you got your hands full already, just focusing on money. And I think that's why. And I also go back to, again, this is every person's individual journey. This is every person's individual decision-making that they're going to have to go back to. I think there are things that retirement planners can do to help, but I don't think it's just an easy thing. I don't think it's an out-of-the-box thing. Thank you again. This is Emlyn Miles Mattingly, your host of the Minority Money Podcast, where we are changing the complexion of wealth. Another great showdown, but it doesn't have to stop there. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on whatever podcast app you're listening on now and give it a good rating, would you? If you feel really connected to the podcast, which I hope you do, find our Facebook community, Minority Money VIP, to support and be supported by others just like you. And again, we're glad to have you. While this podcast is meant to inspire and motivate you to live your best life, it can't be your complete one-stop shop. I know, I know, that really sucks. But I don't know anything about your specific situation. So please reach out to an attorney or CPA Or you can reach out to me, a financial planner, to help you with your specific situation. To get a hold of us, please reach us at fan at Minority Money Podcast. That's F-A-N at Minority Money Podcast so we can get to know you there. Thanks for being here. And until next time, 